Hello again, my friend. What's going on, man? Man, I guess this is episode eight. You already know! Literally, with Ken and Carl. Hulk smash! That's right. That's right, That's man. That's right. You're uh, decked out in some gear. Yeah, well, you know, hey, man, you know, last week, you know, on the last podcast, which you guys will see, yeah, you know, uh, from last week, uh, it was my birthday, you know, I got a little bit older. Happy birthday. Yeah, and thank you again, you know, which pretty much that day is really not my day because that was the day when you look on TV and they're, remember Michael Jackson, he passed on this day, stole all my thunder. Oh, man, that's, he, that's tragic. Here's one even better. My sister, her birthday is February 11th, the day that Whitney Houston died. Man, yeah, that's so, rough. So our, our birthdays have turned pretty shitty. Two two icons. That's that two is icons rough. with drugs involved. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Erica's birthday is the day before Hitler's, so she missed that by a day. Ah, yeah. so that explains a lot. Yeah, yeah. What, what do you mean that explains a lot? It explains a lot. No, no, no. Wait, well, no, no, no. You, you yeah. have to explain what you mean by explains the a partly, lot. The partly, the partly crazy. Yeah. You think my wife is partly crazy because she was born a day before yeah. and years, years after Hitler? Yeah, that's right. That's right. She was crazy for a whole other set Something's of reasons. Something's in the air. Something is in the air. Well, that's because I farted. Okay, now we understand. <sighs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. So that's how we're starting the podcast out today. Pretty much. Good I mean, job. I mean, say what we feel and feel what we say. You that's know? right. That's yeah. right. We are here to say that. We are unequivocally us. Uh, that's it. I'm not going to change for anybody. Like I said, if I if I say something about somebody, I said it, I meant it, whatever, I will say it. I will say how I feel. Including uh, Grandpa Joe from uh, Willy Wonka. You Man, damn he massacred right. that dude last week. You damn right. I'm yeah. thinking about massacring a freaking Disney movie every week from here on out. We could do it. I'm telling you, we could do it. Yeah. It needs to be done. People need to wake up and smell the roses like, hey, <laughs> this was your childhood. You need to think about this shit. This was your childhood. Think about it. Um, matter of fact, we'll just shit on another one that's not even Disney. We'll we'll do um, one better. Popeye. Robin Williams, he was the one who played Popeye, right? Yeah, in the, in the televised version, yeah, or the, the movie version, yeah. Right, right. The whole time that movie was terrible. It was terrible, right? Yeah. But yeah, at the same really, time, a bad, bad movie. People was putting Pluto to be the one who was the bad guy, right? Oh no, they, they were both deplorable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but who but who Pluto was working for? Popeye's dad. Yeah. So what does that tell you? Popeye's dad was playing both sides the whole time. Oh man, you're bringing it back to Palpatine. You damn right I am. <laughs> this is Palpatine. This is this is this is Snipe Harry Potter. God damn it, this is your government. Oh, COVID? here we go again. COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in general, you get what I'm saying. And then you know, Pluto, and that's the reason why Pluto's going. It's not easy being me. <laughs> master of me own destiny yeah yeah master what yeah because you working between beating up everybody and getting taxes and then at the same time trying to maintain your house this is what people do every day for a living in america it's the struggle it is the struggle the struggle is real <laughs> you know and just like the other guy who would struggle to get some money and try to gladly pay everybody on tuesday for a burger he wanted today Wimpy. 
Wimpy, Wimpy, yeah. yeah. Wimpy, his name should have been Shitty because he had a shitty job paying people back. That was like the trickle down burger effect. Yeah, yeah the trickle down burger effect made him lazy as shit. Yeah, it did. All it did was, yeah, I'll pay you back on Tuesday. Did you ever, either Tuesday never came around or you never got to see Tuesday. Tuesday I not seen never him came around. Hamburger back at all. And it was five cents, like, like literally five cents, like a nickel. There you go, boom, go get your burger. Yeah, but you know what you had to do for a nickel back then? Mm, I'm I, just telling you. I don't know. Maybe yeah, I mean you would lose your innocence. Oh man! <laughs> and that goes back to feeling fingery. fingery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm having fun titling these. Oh god! <laughs> and and really like a couple of them, I had noticed like during the episode, as something would happen, I'd go, "Oh well, shit! That's that's the name." And then yeah. sometimes it's going through the edit process and as we're watching it and then there's like this piece that'll come up and it's like, it hits you, man. Right, I'm an asshole. That's, it, that's the episode. Yeah. People, yeah. People don't understand. Like that's, that's how we come up with it. Like everything that we, 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 we do and say is just, we hit the camera, we go in and we, we just give it to you and, and that's, and that's it. Yeah. And, and this is as bare bones, uh, a setup, not necessarily equipment wise, but you know, just as far as, um, you know what you can do now with technology man we are literally just two of us we do everything set the cameras up get the lighting you know set the props um which i have a lot of fun doing maybe a little too much fun for a 47 year old but fuck it i don't care i I don't care i mean this Um, is this is this is this is what we we, this is a, a representation of personality on the table this is what you get I mean, at the same time... And me, I put a lot of thought into it. Yeah. Like, you got Vader over your shoulder. My dude. And I told you, I had I had that that large Vader. Yeah. He was going to be, when we get... So, I, I guess I should explain, we're, we're not in the spare bedroom, where we've done the first seven episodes. That's right. And uh, we're not in our new studio yet, but we are down in um, my basement, and this is actually my wife's art studio. Um, so the walls are, are pretty bare so that she can do, you know, uh, painting and, and throw canvases up on the wall and and what have you, um, painting wise, that's actually, uh, one of hers that she did for me a few years ago. Um, yeah, I said, uh, it looks like she could have just drew the whole movie, uh, cool world, you know, with Kim Basinger in it, like, and, uh, and Brad Pitt, you know, when he was, you know, up and coming, you know? Yep. Definitely. Um, it, it looks just like like Joker could step out and go right there into that movie and just no problem. And they'll be like, run the camera. Let's keep drawing. Keep drawing. Keep yeah. going. Yeah. She's, she's amazingly talented. And, uh, you know, she does uh, a lot of different type of stuff. She makes dolls. She sculpts. She does installation art, uh, painting. Her sketchbooks are ridiculous. And after having all of that great talent, she managed to marry your shitty... Ginger beard, fuck hey, ass. What can I say? Ah, damn it! I got it. Damn it! I think she was. Hey, I think you. I think you slid a little. It. You got it. You got it. I think you. <laughs> I think you slid a little roofie in there, and you started feeling. Hey, I'm, I didn't Cosby anybody. Okay, you sure you didn't? I did not Cosby her you sure? or anyone. You sure? I'm positive. Because no. one day, one day when you're like in this up the upstairs, and she comes out here, she's gonna come. It happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> he was feeling fingering. 
I'm not going to promise anything. I just, up to this point, I know I haven't. Okay. Well, so, look, unless, of course, I got roofied and then roofied her in the process, which I don't know if that's ever been recorded of happening. Hey, I mean, love yeah. conquers all, man. That's what they say. <laughs> love conquers all. And, a couple and when you're feeling fingery. Fingery. <laughs> all right, we're going to have to, we're going to have to strike that. We're going to get kind of a reputation. I don't, I don't, yeah. Mm, no. It's just a joke. No, sir. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, hey, man, I mean, when two people have a chance to, you know, meet and, and find a mutual ground and, and then finally, honestly build something on it. You got to go for it, you know? Yeah. We, uh, we've always been incredibly supportive of each other in anything that we wanted to do. Yeah. And so, you know, like I, I was showing you the guitar I built. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, it's, it's something I probably would have never attempted had I not had her going, oh yeah, you should definitely do that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I didn't start playing drums until I was 28. Wow. And, uh, you know, I had wanted to ever since I was a kid, um, but didn't know that I had any ability to in, in school. I, uh, I was given a sax Man. and, and I wasn't really into it. My stepmother actually got me, um, piano lessons and in hindsight, she was really smart to do so. I wish I had taken them uh, seriously. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, knowing some music now, um, piano and that, that whole kind of keyboard is this really great transition between so many instruments. Yeah. Because you're playing a melody, but you're also playing a bass line. Yeah. You're, it's, it's a percussive instrument. Um you know, it's hammer on strings and, and, you know, so it's, you know, it, it has all of these elements from all these different instruments. And if you can learn that and then adapt it, you can kind of branch that out into guitar, into bass, into drums, into, you know, it's really cool. But, um, when I, Eric and I were together and, uh, we were living in, uh, an apartment above, these two guys that were doing heating and AC, uh, Steve and Matt and Matt, uh, we all know is Unks Mo. He's, he's, he's the dude. Okay. And he was this, uh, amazing drummer and he was a heavy metal drummer that was playing in a, a blues band mm. and, uh, we were hanging out. Erica was in, uh, she's going to the uh, Atlanta college of art and, uh, so I had a lot of time to kill and we were hanging out listening to like, I think it was like Henry Rollins or something. Oh man. <laughs> and, uh, there was a little drum thing and I kind of wrapped it out on the table and Matt said, Oh, do you play? And I was like, no. And he was like, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm a drummer and blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. he's like, you should, you know, come hang out, check out my, my band practice. I'm a heavy metal drummer, but you know, I'm in a blues band. I said, okay, cool. So, uh, I go out to this guy Kip's house and Kip was a super cool dude. Okay. Uh, they had this band, the Dixie Flyers, and it was just kind of a Southern kind of blues band. And they just did a lot of covers and then some original stuff that they wrote. And, um, they'd play, you know, local bars and festivals and stuff like that. Right. And, uh, so I go out to their practice and I'm, I'm watching Matt 
and I'm sitting on the floor with a set of drumsticks beside him and I'm kind of just kind of mimicking what he's doing, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, they take a break and he goes, uh, you know, hop on. So I sit there and, and, you know, I didn't really, you know, coordinating all four is kind of weird, right? So he's like, okay, so just get, you know, one, two, three, four with your hand and just count it. Just one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Now you've got that established on the one and the, th- you know, I want you to, to variate. So I want you to go one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, mm-hmm. two, three, four. So I'm doing this, right? And he goes, that's a four count. You're doing a four count drum beat. And I'm like, oh, okay. And uh, he goes, so try to throw a roll in. Boo, do, 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 do. And he's like, right, now make sure you hit that kick when you hit the cymbal. And I'm like, okay. And then all of a sudden, Kip starts playing this little blues thing on the guitar Mm -hmm. to this really simple four count. Yeah. And I'm telling you, like, goosebumps. All the hair on my arms is standing up. And I'm like, like, literally the coolest shit I had ever done up to that point. Right. Went home that night, set up pillows on my my couch, Mm -hmm. threw tool on, and just started beating the shit. And I realized that I've been air drumming for years. Mm. And so, although it's not the same, especially if you don't know what you're doing, like when I air drum now, I air drum fairly accurate. Yeah, to, yeah. You know, I kind of imagine a kit yeah. in front of me. Um, but still, there was there was something to kind of... I had already been listening to these songs from a drummer's perspective. You know, like, I mean, I could listen to these songs and know what the drum beats were and when the rolls and the fills and stuff were supposed to come in, mm-hmm. not necessarily how to do them, but I, I would just beat the shit out of my, my couch mm-hmm. and then I'd go to guitar center and I'd, you know, sit down at a drum set at a guitar center. Yeah. That's the beauty of guitar center. They let you go in there. They let you play. And our, when Eric and I got married, uh, later that year, that was uh, she. She bought me my drum set. That was my my wedding present. Oh wow! Yeah, and wow. you know she was always like, "Yeah, you should you should definitely you know keep doing it, keep doing it." So yeah, I don't know. She's awesome. Yeah, man. That was a hey. long story to say that my wife kicks ass. <laughs> I, 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 and that's just to sum it up right there. <laughs> yeah. But hey, man, I mean, that's that's what it is, man. That's, you got to go wife, man. Mm-hmm. So. so, yeah, she did uh, this really cool painting, and I wanted to make sure it got on. Um, and then uh, my my niece just got me this cool little uh, Ghostbusters collectible Play Mobile set, so I, I had to put it up on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, don't think we've had Black Panther on the table yet. Okay, Black Panther might do another movie we can talk about. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, okay? Everybody's like, oh, that's a great movie. Okay, cool. We, I'm, I'm all for, hey, all black cast, this, that, and the third. Cool, no problem. But let's talk about what really happened. If you watch this movie, Black Panther got his ass whooped the whole movie. Think about it. Go back and watch it. And you can be like, you know what? He was right. He got his ass whooped the whole movie. Um... So I'm gonna I'm gonna agree that that he was not as powerful as the character should have been. Okay. <laughs> I'll make the excuse that he was still fairly young in that role of the Black Panther. That's a lame excuse. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah, yeah. I will say though, I do have a preference in 
superhero movies and even action movies that it always helps me suspend disbelief when it's more believable. So when, when you're going through a fight, you know, I, I want to see it be kind of realistic. I want to see you take some hits. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I get you know, that. Bruce Lee used to take some shots. Yeah. He used to, he used to take some shots. Yeah. And, you know. A little claw to the face, claw to the chest. Yeah. And then he, he, he'd like, oh. he you know, oh, he'll, you know, oh. then he'd be ready to whoop oh. ass. Whoa. That's you know, right. you, you know. <laughs> and after that, we've had nothing but watered down Lou Kang's. I mean, I pretty much watered oh, down man. Bruce Lee's, Lou Kang, freaking, freaking Jet Lee, freaking. You and, know, and Jet Li is awesome, but everybody's still not Bruce, you know? So I've got like 38 Kung Fu movies upstairs, right? Okay. And because uh, I, I told you, I, I have a severe love of bad Kung Fu movies. And uh, half of them star Bruce Lee. But of course, it's always spelled differently. So, like, they'll, they'll spell it in all these different ways, and these guys don't generally look anything like Bruce Lee. Yeah, they put the L-I. And, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. You know, or L-E. Yeah. That's, that's Bruce. That, that is truly. Yeah. That is truly the uh, watered-down version. That is like going to Walmart and saying, hey, there's Uncle Ben's <laughs> rice, but there's this great value rice right over right next to it that's that's what he's talking about that's it's not the, it's not the the best but I'm they're just... they're such like incredible movies though in how bad they are and and most of them have like the same plot so if you're watching any of these movies it's generally that there's some school of kung fu of course in this town that is um harassing the good people of this this village and, it's always like that, ain't it? And and somebody gets involved. Um, in a lot of the ones that I watch, there's always like a, a young kid that's really good at kung fu too. Yeah, and and so he ends up getting involved, and then to save him, your you know stud kind of guy, the lead actor, you know, comes in, and you know, what kills me is, I guess, because of the time period with the overdubbing. Oh man! You know what they were getting a lot of at that time on television was like Howard Cosell on ABC, Jesus. and 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 that kind of speech pattern was more common. So it's a lot of hmm. So yeah. you think you're tough? Hmm, I'll kill you and yeah. your whole family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then, huh, well, you think you're tough. Huh, yeah. I go to this school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, I, I, I just, yeah. <laughs> in certain movies, you look back and it's just like, oh, God, that was crummy. And then there's always some uncle. There's never anyone's father, but there's always an uncle. Yeah. And the uncle knows some, you know, like, sleeping fist. Yeah, he, he knows some kind of power move. He's going, like, you must learn this. I, I've watched no. one that was cooking kung fu. And this dude's out there like he's got like this um, this big chain that he whips around this huge pot and he starts dragging the pot, you know, using oh, all his God. muscles. And as he's doing it, the, the uncle's yelling out, hmm, shark fin soup. And he would like drop the chain and do this whole like. Uh -huh. And then he'd pick the chain back up and have to keep going with the. <laughs> Oh, dude, it was awesome. Yeah, I, I, um, I can honestly say those those movies, you, you look back and go. In the moment, they were cool, but thank God we've 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 come a long way. 
and that it's not saying as Hollywood, but the whole world in far as in film and movies, the whole world. Thank you. I don't know. You know, like you, did you saw Kung Pao, right? It's been a long time. But but you saw it. Okay. Okay. The yeah. cow. Yeah. It's been it's doing been the it's, Matrix. Yeah. It's been okay. It's, yeah. So that movie was um, Bob Od or Steve Odenkirk. I think it is Steve Odenkirk. Mm, it could yeah. be because I'm it's not, not trying the, to not yeah. the Better Call Saul guy. Yeah. Um. That's Bob Odenkirk. Um. But um. What he did was he bought the rights to one of those old kung fu movies. Mm. And they used a lot of shots from the old Kung Fu movie, but changed the overdubbing. And then what they did was they used a face swap technology to put his face on the lead character's face. Mm. And then there was a good bit of scenes that they either CGI filmed or they actually filmed with the, you know, him in it. And he had like worked out and got all ripped and shit yeah. for that whole like you know yeah. so he could rip the shirt off and all that kind of shit mm-hmm. the evil tonguey and yeah dude but but that was basically a modern and then there's there uh what was that other one um that had the the old lady the the landlord always smoking a cigarette in her hair and rollers oh god and she would fuck people up i can't think of name of it oh i can't think it. of name of it for nothing. But yeah, there's some good new ones coming out, too. I'll tell you what's a classic what I've seen. Okay. I'll tell you, there's always going to be something. Always going to be fire. Yeah, it wasn't like Kung Fu food, but guess what? It still had karate in it. And that is Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. Yeah. That's right. Show enough. The Shogun of Harlem. That's right. You know, you're like, yeah, Leroy. I got something for your ass in these hands. I was like, shit, you finna get your ass whooped. Didn't they have like the glowing hands they had and the shit? glow. Like, hey, don't get me wrong. It's don't get me wrong. It's some bad shit. It's some bad shit, but that was kind of corny in a way, but it still worked. Mm-hmm. But Lee, but, but, but show, but show enough had some of the most gangsters lines. Like, you know, I would say some shit like that to a female to walk up to her. I don't even know her. Who's the master? Why, why is it always you being so aggressive to women, man? You say, show enough. She's going to say, fuck you. And you know what? I'm going to tell her, who's the master? You say. You know who I want you to say that to? Who, who, who do you want me to say it to? Who? who, who? I, do I have to say it? Yeah, you can say it. You want me to say it say so it. that you can say that you didn't say it. Say it. Uh, but you know who I'm talking you about. You know I will do it just because you're saying that now. You know, next time I'm going to make sure I go and say it. Will you? Yeah. And I you, don't think you will. And you're going to get me cussed out. You hid from her for a week and a half. I After the cookie incident. I did not hit her. the crumbs all falling down the side of her mouth. I simply came in after she left work. <laughs> hey, we get off at different times. Hey, mm-hmm. that's what it was. I was getting off work late. Hey, couldn't catch it. You know? But Let's see how it is. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yep. The Shogun. The Shogun. Of Harlem. Yeah. That was a good movie. It was it was decent. It was decent. I mean, you had Vanity in there, mm-hmm. and she was just running around, you know. I mean, you know, she wasn't like, that was like one of the films, like only one of the films where she wasn't like home or anything like that. But either way. I it like was those good. films. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's, I mean, wrong? What's but, wrong with those you films? Know, Vanity was but wild back in her day, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, when, um, when she had passed and Prince found out, he performed like a uh, tribute to her. He played Little Red Corvette. So that lets you know. <laughs> She was buck wild back in her day. 
Sorry, I had to pause for some hazy nut. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Hey, hazy nut, we, we do another shout out again? I got that prairie dog, dude. It was really good. Q, I'm telling you, you done hit a gold mine, man. Once again, y'all need to go to www.hazynut.com. You know, I, I keep creating a problem for myself because I keep trying to improve graphics. So I had to improve the hazynut.com graphic from the last time. Now I'm going to have to step it up again. Yeah, once again, you can go right here, this website, the right hazynut.com. Hazynut.com. And since we're just up here advertising, yeah, I mean, if I you guys you had ever had like a, um, you got animals, you got a cat, dog, and you know, some days you're like, man, man, I can't get off in time to just go to my, you know, my local veterinarian, you know, if you are in the Atlanta area, you can go to uh, com. And you can go there and they have a mobile veterinarian and this is like part high maintenance. They will come to you, you know, and to your cat or dog and and pretty much give them the works, you know. But at the same time, if it's around your schedule, you know, because once again, some people, they have animals that just don't like coming into a, a setting, you know, and just like, oh, my God, like your, 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 yeah. your dog yeah, freaks I'm, out. I'm going to get that business card number from you, you. You definitely need to do that. You yeah. need to do that. The website, once again, is www.royalpawsandpurs.com. And even give them a call at 678-689-4005. That is cool. Yeah. That's yeah. very cool. No, I, I seriously could use that because... Yeah, it's it's in the Atlanta area. Go, it's in the Atlanta area. Tango's a handful. Yeah, I mean, just think about it. A lot of people, you know, they have to they have to call out or they have to schedule around their off day, you know, to get the dog checked up or get the dog, you know, shots, anything that is needed, but you can't do it because the fact that you're always at work. And that's the reason why you can go to this website. You can give them a call. You can, you know, work something out to where it fits you. And at the same time, benefits your animal and they won't be peeing all over somebody else's floor. (laughs) 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 I'm just saying, but seriously, check them out. Very cool. Yeah. Sweet, sweet. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I, I I switched out the arc reactor. I doubt anyone's really going to be able to notice because they were both the same. Yeah. But uh, I I ended up uh, getting Dwight his. Yeah, I seen the glass and, and, and yeah, it, it looks just like the movie. In yeah. the case, it looks great. It does. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a really cool prop. I I really dig it, but the case really finishes it out. Yeah. You know, having the proof Tony Stark has a heart. Yeah. It uh, it really came out great, and he was super excited about it. I love you, 3000. Yeah. yeah. That's right. He, like I said, he saved the world. A lot of people don't want to admit that he did. But before him, it was Flash Gordon, quarterback of the New York Jets. That's right. All right. That's right. Death to Ming. Shit. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If somebody like is like seventy years old, hey, remember that movie? <laughs> you know, a lot of people are like it was god awful. Mm-hmm. But either way, I don't know if you can see him over my shoulder. Oh yeah, I, I brought Chef out. Hey, Chef, you already know. You know, yeah. Chef was my it was my dude. You know, and I'm gonna make love to you, woman. <laughs> gonna lay it down Rest by the peace. fire. <laughs> Rest in peace, Isaac Hayes, and man. Rest your <laughs> heavenly body. And he would always do it with the hands and be sitting up there like, come on, man. <laughs> but I, I do I do like the fact of what they did though. I mean, once he passed, they 
they didn't try to do like other you know shows do and try to fill the character with somebody else no actually they, well they, you know he had actually left the show yeah um of his own accord mm-hmm. he was into scientology yeah and yep. south park did an episode mm-hmm. on scientology and he said if you do this episode i'm, I'm walking he's done and i mean trey parker matt stone no shame oh yeah they're gonna do they're it they're gonna I mean, do what they gotta do they're gonna do it and that show i mean yeah i mean i, I hate it for for isaac but yeah you gotta do what you gotta do i mean i, I like but the, he was a great character i loved him as a character yeah i like the fact that they you know <clears throat> they respectfully say you know what he's gone let's kill the character Suck on my chocolate salty balls. <laughs> Put them in your mouth and suck them and suck them. Oh my god! And, and me and it was so bad about it that the kids would always come to him for advice, and it's like Jesus. And he gives them, he gives them some. And the advice would go off the rails. He go off the rails every yeah. fucking time and end up singing and shit. Mm-hmm. But either way, it was great. And speaking of which, the 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 um voice industry i guess you know far as in the, does the characters and everything like that you got a lot of people stepping down now and not playing the characters you know of a minority like even in the simpsons um even especially family guy um uh, the guy cleveland. who plays cleveland yeah like, he's stepping out like yeah, he's, i saw his uh his twitter post yeah I, and and honestly i i i understand why you're stepping down but i mean for me it's like I think it's unfortunate, um, but but understandable. <clears throat> you know, it's in those cases, it's it's actors portraying another race, right? And you know, there's a lot of things happening, kind of retroactively cancel culture style, like yeah. you know the the blackface stuff that's come up, yeah. Um, and and things of that nature and and we want to hold people accountable to today's standard from something that happened 10 years ago it it can't work that way right but in in the same regard you know even with current stuff like this like we kind of take things too far and and from the actor standpoint Mm mm-hmm if you wait until somebody is offended and, and has an issue with it, and then it becomes part of the the narrative that you know you're part of what's wrong, All right? Then then it's too late at that point. Whereas if you're really sensitive, and and as an actor, I think this this isn't coming from a, a ridiculous overreach. I think it's an actor just trying to be very sensitive and yeah. being very fortunate to play a role that he had a lot of fun with and, and a lot of people enjoyed and, and as far as I know has never really offended anyone. Yeah. Um, but, you know, this is this is an actor I think that's just trying to kind of do something and get out in front of something and say, look, you know, I, I don't want this to ever be a problem. So I don't, I don't hate them for it. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate them for it, but I'm like, uh, like for me – at this time right now, all I'm at, all we, all I want from my point of view of, of what's going on, we just want equality and our respect. You know, that's that's it. But when it comes to like The Simpsons, something that you've been watching all your life, mm-hmm. and then Hank. at the same time, Hank Azaria, man, I love that dude. Dude, like, and then like the guy who does Homer, he does Grandpa, he does uh, Groundskeeper Willie, 
he does um he, he does so many of the voices on there. I mean, and can you imagine? That's each, uh, Stan Castaneda. Stan, yeah, I can't. I couldn't think of his and name. And then um, Hank Azaria does like fifty different voices on that dude. show as well. Uh, Apu. Yeah, man. Dude, me good. Welcome to the Quickie Mart. My name is Apu. And and that actually several years ago came under fire. Yeah. Um, because someone said it was a poor representation, but I I've never seen him like Mo the bartender. They've portrayed as kind of a dummy. Man. You know what I mean? The the crank calls and things like that. There are a lot of characters like um, Burns has always been portrayed as Simpson kind of a right. You know, <laughs> release the hounds. You know, Smithers. Smithers. Who is that? Release the hounds. You know, he don't care. You know. But I think Apu was very seldomly ever portrayed as anything negative. Yeah, you know, he wasn't portrayed as anything negative. He was one of the negative. few characters that wasn't. Little Junction. But, but there again, store. you know, like, um, so my niece is over mm-hmm. and, and her and her fiance are staying the week and, and uh, she's actually upstairs right now when I went to make coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, hazynut.com. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was just strictly to make you laugh. Um but uh, she was up there watching a Jeff Dunham special. Okay, and I, I'm I understand his talent. I've never really been a fan of ventriloquism yeah, and comedy, yeah, yeah. And, and I always found it kind of corny. But as I'm watching it, and his his characters are very stereotypical characters—the yeah, the Pepper and yeah. Jose on a stick or whatever—and and I'm sitting there and I'm watching it and I'm like. Okay, so Cleveland's stepping down, but that's still going on? Yeah. I, and and I don't know how recent that special is. I don't know if he's still working. This, I don't know anything about Jeff Dunham. See, he seems like a really nice guy. See, the thing about but, every, everybody stepping down and, and, and doing this is you're kind of going to kill something that you didn't mean to kill. Mm-hmm. Because from, from oh, com- I, comedy... I hate to prepare you for this, but there's a lot of stuff that's going to die. There's going to die. And and part of what scares me, and, and this is where I lean more Republican than Democrat, mm-hmm. on the Democratic side, especially when you go far, far yeah. left, right? Um, Antifa. When when you start stopping people and and telling people that they can't do... It's a really slippery slope. Yeah. And part of what makes America great is is our freedoms, right? Right. So I was thinking the other day, I, I had heard some chanting, you know, no justice, no peace. Mm-hmm. And I kept thinking to myself, so what exactly are those terms? Because I work in a corporate world. And, and for us, a goal can't just be something you say. Right. You know, right. I want to lose 200 pounds. Right. Okay. So I can say that and I can work on losing weight or doing things. Yeah. Right. Right. But I'm never going to achieve that goal because hmm. I weigh 230 pounds and I can't be 30 pounds. Right. Your body won't let you. Okay. So it's an unrealistic goal that I've set for myself. Mm-hmm. If I'm in a corporate setting and I give them that goal, I want to lose 200 pounds. First thing they're going to say is that's an unachievable goal. Rewrite your goal. When you send it back, give us an action plan that's going to tell us how you plan to achieve it. Right. What the end result should be, mm-hmm. how you're going to measure it. Mm-hmm. And is it attainable? 
Right. Okay. So we break these things down. So we have a serious, serious fucking problem in this country mm-hmm. with systemic racism. Right. And, and for me, I think it's much more important to figure out how we fix the systems that are in place, the Jim Crow laws, yeah. the redlining, yeah. the, the profiling, all of these things that are happening, okay? To me, that's much more important than stopping some yokel redneck fuckface mm-hmm. that happens to say the N-word all the time and fly some stupid flag. Right. right. Now, I'm, I'm glad Mississippi just changed their state flag. Right. Georgia had done it years ago. Right. Um, I think... I understand when people talk about heritage, but when we're talking about Confederate monuments, they were set up at a very specific time mm-hmm. as a fuck you because they lost the war. Right. And and mm-hmm. so they set these things up as an intentional. So, you know, that's, that's not... Uh, it's not a clear cut, oh, well, it's just our heritage. There's something inherently evil in that the creation of those right. and, and why they were done. So, right. and that's just my personal opinion on it, but I can spend a lot of time convincing or trying to convince somebody that racism is stupid. Racism is idiotic, right? but it's not going to work in most cases. Mm-hmm. Because people tend to dig their heels in. Look at social media, for Christ's sake. Man. I mean, you know, it's like, well, I think this. You should die. Yeah. I'm, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, and, and that's like, you know, I, I hope you get hit with a sack of nickels and like fucking yeah. people just ridiculous fucking shit, right? Yeah. So why would I care what, what Jeb thinks? Mm. What I care about is how the banks treat people of color. This is true. What I care about is how police treat people of color. What I care about is how people of color are disenfranchised. Right. Okay. If I'm worried about those and I fix those, who Mm -hmm. gives a fuck what Jeb fucking thinks? Let him fly a stupid fucking flag. Right. I don't really care. Right. Because it's not going to affect me in the same way. Right. Yeah. Is, is that like, and, and I, mean, I get it. I get it. So like, again, I see the protesting and the rioting as separate things. Right. Okay. And I see the protesting as a very positive thing. Mm-hmm. And, and the fact that you have black lives matter, not the specific organization, mm-hmm. but the movement, right. The awareness worldwide. Mm-hmm. To me, that's fantastic. Yeah. And and again, like the riots and the protesting, I separate Black Lives Matter as a movement. Right. And Black Lives Matter as an organization. Right. Because I think they're very different. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's very different, you know, and, and, and especially, you know, now, um, you know, back then, you know, you know, in the 60s, they had the black, you know, Black Panthers and mm-hmm. how they stood up, you know, and as well you know and 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 even a lot of people forget that at one point the freedom riders you know you know and 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 that was it wasn't just black people and freedom riders a lot of people don't know that um that came together to say hey we're gonna get we're gonna help people you know and that's the way it has to get done and it has to get done that same way you know know, so my my fear is is especially when like on the last issue we talked about 
um, the Tulsa rally. Oh yeah. And, and if we continue to have these kind of things inciting us, if we continue to allow the people that have the most to gain, mm-hmm. right. Financially, the people that have the most to gain yeah. are controlling what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. And if they continue to, they will create such a divide between not just the classes, but the races specifically. Of course. And old slave mentality, mm-hmm. if I keep them separated, they can't uprise. Yeah. Right? So so it's it's important right now for us to work together. Yeah. And make sure that we're focused on a goal, a very specific goal. This is what we need to change. And if we can change this, it like dominoes, everything else will start falling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so in a lot of cases, that's the head. Now, that doesn't mean that we just vote Donald Trump out. Yeah, it's it's more than that. It's a lot of people don't understand that. It's, like, it's it's, it's 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 always been more than just one particular person. Like, this is years. This yeah. is years. You know. And, and when I say like we need to get rid of the two party system, it's mm-hmm. not the two that bothers me. Mm-hmm. I don't care if we get down to two candidates at the end of an election process. Right. What I care about is the parties, because if I look at the majority of people, no one is specifically left or right. They're they're somewhere closer to center. You mm-hmm. get extremists, just like in religions, you get extremists. Right. But most people are, are reasonable. Yeah. Okay. And and a lot of the reason I'm center isn't because all of my views are Republican, but lightly Republican. Mm-hmm. It means that I have, you know, or Democrat, I have, you know, largely more Democratic points of view. But I also have some things that I tend to be Republican or conservative and, and liberal, let's say. Right. right? I, so, you know, my, my problem with the party system is a lot of times it doesn't matter who you're voting for. Mm-hmm. You're voting for the party. Yeah. And, and I'll give you a really good example. The Democrats right now have done this country an injustice by throwing out Joe Biden. Okay, no, no, no. And and I, I, I don't mean to be offensive. And, uh, and again, I am not the best political source. Please don't, you know, watch this and go, oh, well, Carl said this. So that's yeah, what. Yeah. I, I'm nobody. I'm a fucking Canadian that lives down it's here in the podcast, States. It's a podcast, folks. It's but, just our opinion sitting down. It doesn't make or break what goes on in your everyday life. But when you throw out Joe Biden, you're basically showing everybody that you don't want somebody that might challenge the system because Tulsi Gabbard would have been a way better candidate, female person of color. I mean, if you're going up against Trump, doesn't that sound like a win-win right now? Yeah. I'm, I'm Okay. But she sits a little closer to center and she's willing to talk. Right. Okay. And the Democrats don't want that. Now, if you're going to make the choice to skip Tulsi Gabbard or Yang, Andrew Yang, or a number of really good progressive but, you know, intelligent thinking candidates yeah, that you know are going to be harder to control, that are going to be less apt to toe the party line, okay? Yeah. Or you throw Biden out there and you hope that the country is so fed up with with Trump that you win. But you know what? If you lose, 
It's four more years of Trump. You blame Trump for everything, and you're gonna get a Democratic win yeah, yeah, after yeah. after his yeah. second term. Because after after two terms for any president, it's always flipped, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, you know, and and that in itself should tell you the inefficiency of government. Yeah, it's a pattern. It's a pattern to it. It's it's a pattern because yeah, they're not in it for the people. No, they're in it for the pay. That's it. And and so as long as that's still the root of of our issue, mm-hmm. we've got to change it. So my proposal isn't an intelligent thought out one. I haven't made a, a smart action plan. Right. Okay. I just know that voting Trump out doesn't really solve anything for anybody. Right. Because you're voting Joe Biden in and I don't know that he's really going to have any effect on anything anyway. Right. And, and if Trump were to stay, I I don't know that it's not going to get a whole lot better than what it is. I, you know, you're still going to have somebody that's inciting people intentionally, you know, whether that's the media or whether that's the, the African-American community. I mean, it's just like, it's, it's, I mean, you know what you're going to get if he stays in, you already know, (laughs) you you know what you, you know what you're going to get. You already know, Hey, this is what we expect for the next four years because we already see what he's going, what he's been now. Right. Yeah. You know, and then rather than getting somebody else in that doesn't, that you be like, oh, we don't know where the hell this is going. You know. I'm I'm just saying we've got to figure out a different way, um, just a different way of of yeah figuring out who the leader should be. I'm, I don't know. I don't know. It's I, just so depressing at this moment. I never really cared for, you know, a particular party uh whoever was going to be president i just cared more so of what are you going to do when you get the job and how can you help everybody of minority everyone because it's 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 not about you know benefiting a certain class it should be benefiting everybody where everybody has jobs where everybody can you know can take care of their family rather than being in a certain percentage that can that can that can take care of the family while the other side i mean there's always going to be i can't help i can't fix everything but at the same time what can you provide on every level you might not be able to provide better jobs here but you can provide better health care here you can, you know it's 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 a give and give you know i think you want to know for me the best start would be would be for a group of eight to 12 people that are incredibly highly respected Mm -hmm. on both sides, liberal and conservative. Mm -hmm. Okay. To get together and, and work on how we adjust our government. Like from a root standpoint, like our forefathers did. Right. Right. You know, I'm talking like, examine what we have and and if you've got an equal number of well-respected intelligent people from different aspects of society whether that's the science community whether that's through you know i don't i don't care but, right, but right. get a mix right you know i don't want you know 10 corporate leaders yeah, yeah, yeah. You you want some you want you want some you want some people who's dealing but with their people. But there can be there yeah. can be a representative from yeah. corporate America. Yeah, and we try to find the best of of those people yeah. that can understand that aspect of it. But we've got to figure out 
how to restructure the government properly because we can make so many missteps in in throwing band-aids on things which is what we generally tend to do as people Mm -hmm. right it's okay so here's a problem here's an immediate solution oh i didn't see this repercussion Mm. and and you know you're gonna have issues with leveling the playing field right off the board right and i'll i'll use the Chappelle show Remember his his sketch on reparations? Oh man! <laughs> now, it's it's the lowest common denominator of what would happen in that case, right? right that right. is not indicative of everybody. It's not. But you would have certain cases because people have been conditioned in certain ways, and mm-hmm. it's it's not necessarily race, but economically, right. right? You know, there would be a lot of people in a lot of different racial categories in a very similar economic category mm-hmm. that might handle it the same way. Right. And and part of the problem is we don't officially know how that would happen. So, you know, I had thought, you know, we've got a, a growing homeless problem all over the country right now because of people being out of work, COVID, yeah. all this stuff, yeah. right? Um, and, and in some cities, like the... the tent camps and and things are just growing Mm -hmm. and growing and um you know if you could afford to give every one of them a house just there you go if you could afford to do that would it benefit them all how many would take that house and then take care of it and appreciate it and turn their life around hey and and I'm not saying it's laziness. A lot of our homeless are mentally it. challenged. Yeah. A lot of our homeless have self-esteem issues. They have PTSD. They have bipolar disorder. They have any number of, of issues that mm-hmm. should either be treated through a professional or at least through medication. Right. And, and so just getting everybody a house doesn't necessarily solve the problem, right? you've got to look deeper than that. So it's the same with the systemic racism. Mm. You know, we can say, yeah, you know, Jeb flying a flag makes me offended. And, and I can understand why. Right. A hundred percent. Yeah. But I was told once by a really smart guy, pick your battles. Yeah. You have to, you have to, you know, and, and so do I want to exhaust my fight with somebody that's not going to change their mind? Uh, yeah. Some people, or do I want to start thinking deeper? And you know what? Let's beat them at their fucking game. I think like this. This is how I am. If you feel that you you want to have your flag up and 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 express how you feel, that's on you. But I'm, and I appreciate you doing that to let me know where you stand, so I can sit there and and and, and see you and, and see you in your true light, so I can know. Thank you. You know and. Uh, so I don't want to interrupt you, but I'm going to. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest things that I learned mm-hmm. was my skin color gave me a unique advantage in situations like that. Right. Okay. And I'll give you an example. When I first got to Georgia mm-hmm. and, and so when I left Toronto, I lived in the Bay Area for about three years, two and a half years. Right. And uh, I had mentioned that on an earlier podcast because mm-hmm. that's when hip hop was just exploding all over the place. And freaky, freaky. 
Um, so, um, and when I was moving to Georgia, mm-hmm. all of my friends out there were like, oh, you're not going to like the South. You're not going to like it. It's, it's racist to shit and all, all this. Right. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, you're just, you're not that dude. You're not going to like it. And I was like, all right. So I moved here and this is in 93 where when you drove up 400 and you got right around coming Georgia, okay. mm-hmm. I actually saw a whites only sign on the side of the road. Oh yeah. I believe that. 93. Oh yeah. No, I, I didn't at the time. And, and I think because of the way I grew up, you know, racial issues really bothered me. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm, I'm a very, um, empathetic person. So like when I was in school, like I had to do a project about Hitler and, and you know, what happened to the, the Jews and yeah, I'm telling you it, it like fucked me up. Yeah. Like how I, I can't, I've never seen Schindler's list. I won't watch it. I can't yeah, I, because I, I cry can. through the whole thing. Yeah. I, I'm, American history X, you oh, know, man. when I watched that, I got so mad. I realized yeah. that I had been clinching and I cut into my hands with yeah. my fingernails. Cause you know, I just, I can't like shit like that just bothers me so fucking much. Yeah. Right. So, um, I get a job and I'm working and it's myself and three other white people standing around mm-hmm. talking for a moment. And this one guy, and, and I think we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. but racists do a tell to other white people when they're about to be racist. They don't know they're doing it because, yeah. you know, a tell normally isn't something telegraphed. It's mm-hmm. just something that you do inherently. So the tell is the other day I was... <laughs> talking to this and he busts out the n-word yeah i'm not proud of my reaction but right right i hit him yeah and it's just something that i don't know that i had ever been confronted like i like it's weird like I'm familiar with the word. I, you know, listen yeah, to yeah, hip hop yeah, and yeah, all that kind yeah. of stuff. I just wasn't used to hearing people say it in that manner. You know what I mean? Like, you know, there's racism everywhere, mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. Um, but it's different in the South on, on, on multiple levels. Right. So I learned very quickly that in, in a group of four white guys, mm-hmm people will say some pretty loud shit Mm -hmm. right and i wasn't expecting that but i learned that yeah it absolutely lets me know yeah not somebody i need to associate with exactly fuck around and end up at a clan meeting accidentally and then how do you back out of that shit like "Mm, fuck y'all i'm Mm -mm." telling you yeah i mean (sighs) i mean we gonna lynch him too (laughs) yeah yeah jasper get the truck (laughs) (laughs) so you know it's but but yeah i mean it's it's one of those things where um you know it i'd I'd rather know yeah i'm I'm the same way i mean and more so just in general i always felt that yeah other people shouldn't say that word but you know just as a black male i think honestly the change always starts from us first and there's another reason why I say that because we're one of the most cultures that has been mimicked in certain forms. 
So if the world mimics what we do, listen, you guys if, are cool. What can it, I say? It, I, yeah, I fucking... yeah. But if the world mimics what we do, but if we start treating each other better first, the world will notice and 100%. change with it too. 100%. And this is something that I've, I've been trying to tell people like, hey, it starts with us first. Once again, you said pick and choose your battles. We have to start with ours first, within us first, as a community, as a whole race. Then once they see us like, okay, they're respecting each other, we have to give them the respect that they always deserve. And, and that's where it needs to start at. I mean, and that's just... No, that's a great point. You know, I mean, and if you think about it, um, even my parents said more so in, in the 60s and 70s, they were more, they were more together far as in just black people being together and looking out for each other oh damn it no not maul oh uh, man you got so upset he's maul, good. maul dropped out yeah yeah but see see i got your back says you black right you black we black i got you i got you now but in the 60s and played, 70s played by a white actor <laughs> they're gonna cancel Jesus. maul they're gonna cancel maul they do maul i'm sorry i'm coming to i'm coming to stew i'm going i'm gonna find george lucas myself like god damn it i know you don't have much power in this anymore but you're gonna fix this shit today no but <laughs> but in general i mean the 60s and 70s they were more so together then and looking out for each other then and and certain things happened far as in government changing certain things and starting to divide you know but in general, if we can stick together then and do it now and show the world that they'll give us the respect that is, is well-deserved. See, a lot, I, think, I, I think in general they think that, hey, if we was to come together, they think we're trying to take things over. We don't want to take anything over. We just want the same equal opportunity as anybody else and to be respected just like any other race in the world. That's all we want. A really great friend of mine, Lisa, um, who I worked with, um, she, uh, she's been vocal since all of this started. Right. And, and she's one of the most sincere people that I've ever met. And, and from the moment that I met her, I could tell she was just one of those people that takes people for people. Mm-hmm. And, and she's such a, a happy soul and, and, and she's like a loving person, right? Mm-hmm. And she's made some posts lately mm-hmm. and I can feel the anger and the pain yeah. in her posts. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I, and, and like it, it makes me upset, like emotional. Yeah that for several reasons that that somebody that's so sweet and so wonderful feels that way Mm -hmm. is upsetting to me right the fact that i wouldn't know that Mm -hmm. except for recently is telling of how strong she is but also says so much about how people of color have to hide their feelings in a lot of ways. Right. And, and when you stifle things like that, when you, you know, sublimate them and push them down, mm-hmm. they get so much worse. Right. And, and so we wonder why we've hit a boiling point and, and everything's mm-hmm. spilling over right mm-hmm. now, you know, 
you can only smile and put on that face so many times. So long, yeah. And and my heart breaks for her as it does for mm-hmm. for you and and everybody else that's experienced these things. And and you know, I've been researching a lot. Yeah. Like I always felt like, and I may have said this last week. I don't know, but I, I always felt like I was somebody that was pretty well informed. Mm-hmm. You know, I went to school in Canada and, and, and our school system, we used to teach a lot. That's yeah. not that we yeah. don't rewrite history like everybody does, Yeah, but y- you don't rewrite anybody else's history as much. So right. in learning about the United States and things like that, we, mm-hmm. we got a pretty good dose yeah. and, and that early Canada was heavily involved in trying to, you know, help free slaves and the underground railroad and things like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we got a pretty good perspective on it, but when you know, the Tulsa thing came up. Yeah. Like I said, I had known about it, the Tulsa massacre, mm-hmm. but I didn't know like, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, now I'm going through these, these rabbit holes where, okay, so what other massacres have we not been told about? And, and you had mentioned the, the, uh, wall street. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, you know, so it, it's, it's great that the movement is is doing what it is right. for awareness and i hope that i hope that everybody kind of takes a moment to just understand there's a difference between being right and being compassionate mm-hmm. so you know i'm one of those i don't think any word is harmful in context And, and even that word. Yeah. Because it's used it in positive connotations now. As and an it's expression. been taken that way, yeah. right? Okay. Mm-hmm. But, and, and I'm not one for banning language. I think making the word illegal would be anti-American. But it doesn't mean it's not insensitive if you're using it and you're not a person of color. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, I, I just feel like when, when people, you know, say the all lives matter mm-hmm. and they get really upset with people, well, you're being racist because you say black lives matter. And, and, it's unfortunate because those people are, are missing the point missing entirely. It. Yeah. And, and, you know, people will try to point it out to them and they want to kind of stick to the ethics of all lives mm-hmm. means everybody. And I'm being all inclusive. Yeah. I'm being the least racist in this situation. Mm-hmm. That is true. Yeah. That, that's 100% true. Mm-hmm. But you're also being the most insensitive in this situation. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't hurt you that if you honestly feel that all lives matter, well, that means that black lives are included in that, right? Exactly. Okay. So I can say that white lives matter. I can say that Asian lives matter. I can say Latino Mm -hmm. lives matter. And I can say that black lives matter. Yes. If I can say all those things at this moment, why can't I just say black lives matter? Right. I'm not saying the other lives don't matter. Right. But I'm saying I need to focus right now mm-hmm. because we've made it pretty clear 
not we meaning me. Right. I've never gone out and yeah. police abused anybody. I've, yeah. I've I've never in anger. Yeah. Said anything racist to anybody in right. my life. Right. I'm not saying I haven't said the N word before. You know. Right. I I will tell you I had a really bad habit of doing it when I was rapping. Yeah, yeah. Not my own raps. <laughs> I wasn't writing it. Okay. But, I, I understand. But Tupac throws that shit in there all the time, yeah. and we we've had this talk about far as the same quotes to songs and movies. But but yeah, still, yeah. but you got you can't. But I'm just, sensitive yeah. enough that that I've started trying to put ginger in there instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that wrong of me? I get. I don't know. Ginger beard. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but but anyway. So yeah. you know, I just I just wish people were a little bit more open to be sensitive to other people because that's really that's that's what we need most on a grand scale is mm-hmm. just to be nicer to each other. I mean, just fucking drop the ego for two fucking minutes yeah. and and just understand that people are hurting. And it doesn't mean that you've had, you know, a, 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 an elitist lifestyle. It doesn't mean that you're part of the 1%. It yeah. just means that you were born different and in large part that's been a benefit right. more than it's been a detraction. Whereas other people have been born and it was more of a detraction than it was a benefit. And that's unfortunate. And there's something you can do about it. Yeah, You can give a shit. Yeah, just, I mean, my thing is support the cause. This is not about just this incident. This is over 400 years of things that's been, that's been happening to just, you know, forest and black people. You know, this is, this is all of these things. I mean, and we've been trying to get equal opportunity for so long. At one point, we had to do so much just to prove that we were just human beings, you know, before we even were looked at as, oh, okay, that you're a person, but right. this is all of these things. I mean, and, and, and unfortunately, this is a fight that has been, been, been going on that's been repeating itself years and years and years. And it's like, we've come too far as just a nation, as a country, as a world in general, and have come together on certain things and, and have done great things when we come together and accomplish so much. Yep. But we're still divided. And and that's 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 where it's very sad, you we're know. We're not going to be able to to win this yeah. apart. We can't. We 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 can't. I mean, it, it just doesn't it just doesn't happen like that. And then far as in with this whole thing with the police, it's just you got to just you got to take more time to just kind of whoever you want to hire, hey, you need two or three more years of training. You need as far as in our psych or testing before you can even be accepted in, you know? I mean, that's where it comes down to. I mean, having incidents like that happen even when I was 16, 17 years old in high school and I was, you know, playing football and I would like me and my friend one day we were driving and, and I had my hair, I had fro and I was had it all out and police got behind me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had a fro. Yeah. Police got behind me, pulled me over and I had some of my work clothes in the back. I worked at McDonald's. That was like my first job, but he was sitting on the freaking hat and the police walks up, you know, you know, license registration, you know, and I'm like, cool. My friend, he's moving because he's like, I can't take this anymore. And he just, he goes and pulls the mm-hmm. hat. And when he pulls the hat, the police draws the gun on me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, don't move. And I'm like, I'm not even moving. He's in the back seat. Yeah. 
because the reason why he was in the back seat because the, the, you're the drawing car, on me if yeah. he had a gun he would have shot you the, the, the car had at that time with the, the passenger door wasn't open like I, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah this is like a 91 nissan Sentra. um okay. yeah like it was it was handed down quality yeah quality yeah. car good quality car yeah, good yeah, small yeah. car yeah. like most everybody who want to get another side they do can hazard they, i'm hopping in nice yeah but in general I got a gun pulled on me just for, you know what I'm saying? And I didn't even move. I was the one that moved, but I got, you know. Yeah, that's fucked up. We had to get out. the I had to get out of the car. He had to get out of the car. I mean, that's just bad police work. They just went and they went him. And it's like, you got anything? They patted him. like and He was like, no. Me? They turned slammed me on the car. I'm sitting there like, what the hell? But once again, this is just my situation. Now picture other people. Somebody in front of a store, they're just trying to sell CDs. They're just trying to make some loose money. Cigarettes. Or anything like that. that. Dave New York was killed because he was no. selling Lucy's. It's selling Lucy's. But like, in what general. The fuck? Exactly. But and this is this is and that's un, and that's is just <clears throat> this is just one tier of a situation yeah. that has that's going on. I mean, and then and at the same time, we just want equal opportunity to be accepted. Hey, I'm walking up and down the street, okay? Please come up on me. Hey, where are you going? Blah, 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 blah. We see you walking on the street four or five times. What's going on? Tell them, hey, this is what's going on. I live in this area. Okay, sir, have a nice day. I mean, it shouldn't be to where, where are you going? Get out, blah, 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 blah. You look, you know, oh, you know, it shouldn't be that, you know. But in general, once again, when you have been looked at for so many years or have been, or the people have programmed mm-hmm. other races to believe that, hey, this black person is dangerous. Mm-hmm. They're this type of person, and they're they're they, they'll they'll hurt you. But the question is really, look what your race has been doing for years. The things you're saying about us is really who you have been all this time. I think some people, and and it's 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 impossible to fully understand somebody's mentality yeah. unless you've experienced it yourself. Right. So I'll never fully understand, but I do know that when you live in a nice neighborhood mm-hmm. as a black man, yeah, you instinctively know I can't go jogging in my neighborhood with a hoodie on. Hell no. I have to jog with my kids yeah. so that people feel non-threatened yeah. by somebody who's worked hard, earned a, a right to live in that neighborhood, in that home, and yet because of perception, mm-hmm. because of systemic racism, yep. this person has to think about, and that's just one minor thought in exactly. a day. Exactly. I mean, you know, what time do you jog? Yeah. Well, I probably want to jog in the bright daylight, so yeah. someone recognizes that I actually live there and I'm their neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's because Betsy doesn't see so well at night, t- and she's real prone to call the cops on me. It's happened six times before. Yeah. I mean, this is this is what it's what it goes through, you know. Uh, anyway, but oh, I know, right? We, we've been getting so like, you know, obviously these aren't planned. And, no. and we, when we started the podcast, we didn't really want to have a certain topic. We knew we were going to talk about comics. 
yeah. and movies yeah. and and nerdy stuff and, and stuff like that. But but, 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 but the and world I, does. I mean, with so much going on, we, we can't, we, we cannot, like, bypass it and not speak on it. It, it has to be spoken on, you and know. I'm not unhappy about the fact that we've, in most of our recent episodes, been fairly political. Yeah. You know, neither of us are, are political experts. I'm We're not. not. You know, social experts either. I couldn't, you know. I, I have my own view and understanding on how people operate, but that's still a jaded view on my personal perception and experience, right? Yeah. You know, but I, I will say that um, it's been kind of therapeutic and good for me to kind of get some of the stuff off my chest. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, I, I worry sometimes that, you know, I'm going to come off as, you know, virtual signaling white person or, or this and that. Um I would say this, I, I kind of, I credit you because you and I have always had this kind of rapport where we could talk really openly about yeah. stuff. And, and, um, so I think that's why I kind of feel comfortable doing that here. Yeah. And I mean, if somebody wants to say that I'm just saying it so that people don't know that I'm a racist, well, then you just don't know me. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, I've always been, you know, you know, one thing about it, like my mom has raised me far as in biblical background and stuff mm -hmm. like that and i've always kind of been one of those persons where you don't judge somebody else you judge yourself right and then at the same time just because somebody looks some kind of way get to know them because you'll find out you have certain things that are in common like we play video games we 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 talk about star wars we like i said we we do that shit you know what i'm saying yeah. we have certain things that are in common and then certain things will surprise you. Like, I didn't know this was a talented motherfucker over here. I, I, I never knew that. And then I was like, oh, shit. And then, and now when he's like, shows me something, hey, Ken, I did this. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, okay. It's more than okay. He's like, he's like a fucking parent. This is the fucking next thing since okay. man go. No, 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 you know? no, 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 no. Okay, look, look, look. <laughs> Ken has difficulty with rating levels. So don't don't you be pointing this. <laughs> I'm editing this. I'm gonna cut all that out. Look at you. <laughs> but he does. So you'll do something and he'll go, Wow, that's really good. Now he he'll say it like that, like, yeah, that's really good. Not, hey, that's really good. It it's really good. And like it could be a piece of shit on the floor. Oh, that's really good. Or it could be like some food. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, I, I am. That or it way. could be like an edit or like the intro music that that I did for it. And I'm I'm like, you know, what do you think? Is it is it too just? No, it's really good. It is. It, it was good. Yeah, like, but when when really good is the only answer that you give, it almost seems like you haven't really ever given anything. Well, it's kind of <laughs> like when people come up to you and they go, "Hey, how you doing?" You go, "Fine." What the fuck is fine? What, what? Fucking fine. You just find me. That's what you did. Well, every time you really, really good me, it's it's now just fine. That's, like, it's fine. I don't feel bad. A girl had told me like she liked me and you know she wanted to, you know have sex and I was like okay that's cool. Like I've done that. That's different. You have to be aloof with women or else they think no, you're needy. No, I, and, and even afterwards Man, I was just like, like okay basics. it's cool. But in, in general, like, you do. Oh you shit! Do? <laughs> oh shit! It's not going to get you anywhere. She's going to change her mind really fucking fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or we go. But anyway, <laughs> why don't you just say, "I'm feeling fingery." <laughs> but 
I've always been that way. Like I don't I don't try to get too hyped <laughs> up over stuff, and I don't try to get too like. Eh. My brother Michael's like that. Yeah, you know, you know, he's like one of those. You could get him like a brand new BMW, and he'd go, "That's really cool." Yeah, I, I'm. And he'd I'm, be like, "Are you fucking, dude? Come on." Because I, I used to get hyped up for stuff, and either stuff didn't happen or didn't go the way I wanted to, and then I'd be really let down, and I'd be like the hurt. You know, in the movie, how the, the the white girl gets cheated on, and she runs out in the rain by herself. She's hurt and shit. That's me, like inside. Like I'd be like, oh shit. You're, you're you know? a white girl running in the rain. Yeah, you know, inside. just oh my god, Toby, you cheated, and run off and shit. But you know, she dated Toby, huh? Yeah, yeah damn it, Toby. That's right. You know, Toby will fuck around on you. You got to watch out. Word. But, <laughs> <laughs> but in, in general, in, in general, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh. <laughs> but but in general I don't I don't try to get too like excited or get like too happy. My mom, she's trust me, my mom even like, you should be happy. You should be this, that, and the third. But we all we all like kind of just I kind of do the same thing. Okay, here he goes. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, let it out. So uh mom and dad found out. Yes, everybody, mom, mom, and dad found out about the podcast. Okay. I will tell you how this happened. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm ready. Remember we changed the um, the profile pics on Facebook? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. My mom, she doesn't have her name up there, but she put a message under my picture, I don't understand. My sister puts LOL like she's laughing out loud, like, ah, 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 you don't. Um... So I was like, to get you to understand, I need you to go to YouTube and type in literally with Ken and Carl. That's literally. Literally. Um, and she does, and she's like, oh, oh, okay. So next thing you know, I talk to my dad. Mm-hmm. My dad, he goes, oh, you're going to be a fucking movie star, huh? And I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean? You know, I'm just like, oh. Like, 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 yeah. So we are, we are shooting again. I said we we shoot like once every week, you know, and uh, we always have one that we do previously beforehand, you know, and at the same time it gives space for editing and everything like that, right. Pe- you know. And that is a part of the process, people. That's even TV; they do the same thing too. That's the reason why you have to wait every week. The editing, everything, yeah. all that comes into play, you know. Just yeah, I've gotten thought. I've gotten good, but it still takes some time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm still learning off of him. I mean, if you want a quality, I could I could cut this shit in like 20 minutes, and it'd look like dog shit. It'd just be like me the whole time, yeah. and you'd hear Ken off into the the distance there. Yeah, you know, just kind of like this. Because now when I edit it, I'm going to edit it like specifically so you won't see Ken. And there now, yell out, "Fuck you!" So yeah, see, it'll still be on me. That's why I'm still looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> now, but, <laughs> but but he found out he was like and, and here's the shocking thing and I was telling him about the podcast yeah we sit there we talk about everything blah blah he was like you ain't talking about no shit that'll get me in jail will you I was like I was like no no I think no. the statute of limitations is up on those yeah and yeah, the it, child abuse only goes seven years or something yeah it's know. like it's over I'm like you 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 you, you surpass you <laughs> the surpass. damage is done yeah. what are they gonna do yeah and, and he was like but I was telling him like hey we talk about a little bit of everything you know that goes on and you know our previous past and stuff like that and he was like that's pretty cool I nice. was just like 
oh shit he said pretty cool a support from dad he was watching a little bit he hasn't watched everything yet so he hasn't seen grandma oh man i'm trying to get him to hurry up and get that elma because yeah grandma elma i want him to see that because if he says go ahead that's the approval which you need his approval? Yeah, I, I already started working on scripts. It's 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 a respect thing. Far as no, for my how grandma. are you today? Noma. I'm, I'm doing fine. What you doing, baby? No, you know I was watching that Chipper Jones. He's just a great baseball player. I wish he hadn't retired. He was fantastic. Oh, I was watching Chips. Yeah, yeah, that's a good show. The Policeman. No, oh that Bob. I mean Eric Estrada. He's so good. Oh, the one with the nice ass. Yeah, hey, I mean what? No. Did, did I tell you I had a ham sandwich yesterday? It was delicious. Did you have cheese on it? Yeah, I had mustard and cheese. Ah, yes, that's good. That's good. I sing a song about it. Uh, I like the mustard with the ham and cheese. <laughs> I love it so much. Brings me to my knees. Uh, baby, you can't sing. Uh-uh. Don't do that shit. Jesus, I was don't on Broadway that. once. You no, don't know. Uh, no, don't do that, baby. No, stick to what you know how to do. Uh, I'm telling you. No, let Tom Jones sing. Don't you do that <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. So that 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 was just a sample, my grandma. If y'all didn't see the last like ep- the last couple episodes, episode six, you can go back and watch it. That's the weird thing when you're looking at the YouTube views. Like they're watching the episodes. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not like the newest ones that come out are getting the most views. They're getting views, which is yeah. really cool. Yeah, I looked at the clip, the the, the clip of episode five, and I was doing the Mike Tyson. I was like, yeah. Y'all regularly watch me just sit there and do that shit. And I was like, okay. You were getting comments on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I you know, I, I try to perfect like my voice, or so I try to pick somebody. I think, I think that was Dwight that that was making the comment. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, yeah. oh shit. And I was like, okay. I try to, you know, try to learn different voices stuff because I was like watching this one clip of like Aries Spears, and I could already do like other I people's voices, dude. but the way he explained how he did it, mm-hmm. I was like. Wow, let me see if I can start doing that. The way he matched voices and stuff. Well, and you you were a fan of well, you are a fan of Jim Carrey. Always. Robin Williams. Always. Jonathan Winters. Man, all of them. All three of them fantastic impressionists, right? Man, great. So that's what I was telling Dwight when we were talking about it the other day. because mm-hmm. um, he had come to pick up his arc reactor. Yeah. And, and we were just kind of talking about the podcast a little bit. And uh, he was like, Yeah, I don't I don't know where he comes up with all those voices. And I said, Well, you know, you know, he's got stand-up experience. Yeah. But, you know, his his stand-up idols were were impressionists. Yeah, and, I mean, I, 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 I love the impressions, but at the same time, I always, like I said, those old days of comedy, like, don't get me wrong, we're always, you're always going to get great comments to come out. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be that. But there's certain people that came in their era and time that surpass even the new because they were so much like like George Carlin, like to to have a whole way of doing it, the whole setup, and everything ties in from start to finish, and it flows. You can tell that's somebody who truly has structure, mm-hmm. and it's funny, and will just keep going. You don't get like a lot of people to do that. Very, it's very seldomly they come along like that and do it well. Right. Like, even when you watch Dave Chappelle, watch old Dave Chappelle to now, mm-hmm. you see him develop into that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he, um, I think he, he was always pretty good at a callback. Mm-hmm. But now, yeah, there's been this, this development of 
bringing this this kind of flow to a show to where in pockets you're kind of touching yeah. back to different things and 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 you're tying the whole show together almost like you're weaving a basket yeah yeah you like, know what i mean like I, I think you know and and it's one of the things that when i watch certain stand-ups mm-hmm. louis ck yeah um can can do those kind of things yeah um you know there there are a lot of different comics that i really dig when they kind of tie that stuff back around and, mm-hmm. and and you hit and i think the point of that is when an audience member walks out yeah you want to leave them with the killer joke that you just dropped mm-hmm. that has a tie into the beginning of the show to yeah. make you start going back through the whole act again yeah and that's where that conversation happens and then the next morning at the water cooler and yeah yeah you know, yeah you're, you're like oh, yeah. um Dave Chappelle, the one where he did here in Atlanta, the Tabernacle that was on Netflix. When he starts out, he starts out singing a tribute by singing Prince. Prince. But did they get, one the of my he was favorite stand-up it, specials ever. It ties into what he's talking about, and mm-hmm. he keeps going. And it's just like you really thought this out, you know. And then he goes back, and he just keeps going. But in general, that's one of the greatest intros too, because he starts out with two impressions. Yeah. And, and <laughs> the second impression when he turns around and says, that was you. That's you. Y'all the worst fuckers ever. I mean, yeah. I mean, because, you know, oh shit, I fucking died. People don't understand why the reason why comedy is, is, is why a lot of comments are walking away from it. If you look at the early stages of comedy, I mean, well, not even the stages, but years, years back when you guys are pointing your finger at this comment this comment a lot of great comments that we look at would not make it now because they would be so getting tired of people just oh you said this you said this you said that like one of the ones who like pretty much died while he was getting ready to 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 rise to fame robin harris robin harris would talk shit to people like when they were getting up and walk out his shows Mm -hmm. like like you can't do that now. Like you can do it, but it's gonna be a lot of backlash now. Patrice, yeah, Patrice used Man. to piss people off on purpose. Man. I'm you know, crowd work. <laughs> Yeah, but his his crowd work was fantastic. Yeah, but you know it it stems back and and I think you're gonna hit these points. I think you know all things are kind of cyclical. Mm-hmm. You're gonna hit these points where comedians start fighting back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so, gonna go. You know. Not everybody's going to know, but Lenny Bruce mm-hmm. used to get arrested yeah. for what he would say on stage. Yeah. And and knowing he was going to get arrested as soon mm-hmm. as he said it, but he would hammer the joke out anyway. Yeah. And he paved the way for George Carlin and Richard oh, yeah. Pryor and, oh, yeah. and people being able to use mm-hmm. wordplay the way they do. Yeah. Pryor, Pryor's my dude. Like, Pryor, like, I... Even though I like Red Fox better in some forms, and that's but, Red Fox was super talented. But don't I'm a lot not of hate people, on you for that. When we when we speak about this whole Black Lives Matter, this that and the third, a lot of people need to go back and watch Richard Pryor on the Sunset Strip when he talks about Epic. how he went to Africa because he used to use the N word more than anybody else in, mm-hmm. in comedy. Oh, but yeah. once he went there and saw the people, and something spoke to him and said, "What do you see?" He's like, I see black people, but you don't see no ends, do you? Change his life forever. Mm-hmm. So if somebody who uses the word that strong could change their whole perspective of how they see their own people, why can't we do it every day over here? Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. That's that's the question. That's just a you know food for thought. You mm-hmm. know? But in general, comedy, 
in general, I, I, I like I said, it's, it's certain people I always looked at. You know, like I said, punchliners. You know, Rodney Dangerfield. You know, just <laughs> I get no respect. You know him. He's a great dude. He, mm-hmm. He's he, he is great for his one liners. Like you know, he just punches so hard and keep moving. You know, but overall, man, it's 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 the old heads. They all have done something. They've left a mark that was so strong to make people come along and go, man, I gotta, I gotta be better. And that's even a form of music. A lot of people don't understand why Prince was so good because his father was already a jazz musician. Mm-hmm. His mother was already a, 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 a singer, a jazz singer, I believe. Yeah. But while you're young and you're coming up, you're listening to the Hendrix, the Clapton's, you know, you listen to these great people. And at In the same tank. time, you gotta go, man, this is amazing. So now you're young. You got to say, how can I be better than them? Right. So you got to work three or four times as hard just to even be accepted to say you're even in the conversation. Right. And and that's why you got great people in every form of entertainment because they work that hard or they have that it factor that takes them to that level. So there again, that's that's one of those things where technology has kind of detracted Okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, I'm going to say this with us producing a podcast with a million other podcasts going on right now. Yeah. Right. I it's think they've hit a million. Huge amounts. So, um, you know, you don't, us. you don't have to have talent to, to get out there. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you're talking about Hendrix, when you're talking about Prince, when you're talking about Stevie Wonder, yeah. Michael Jackson, yeah. um, you know, bands like you know parliament funkadelic and and, you know earth wind and fire and you know any of these things and Mm -hmm. and it doesn't even have to be that it can be you know other other forms of music but you know to get to that level Mm -hmm. you had to be special yeah yeah you know you you had to have more than just what you were bringing to that Mm -hmm. you had to have extra stuff in the bag right because you know it like even with television back in the forties and fifties, mm-hmm. you know, all of those people could sing, could mm-hmm. dance, could play instruments. Acting was just a part of what they did. Yeah. You know, and, and you couldn't get into show business unless you could do all of those. Yeah. You know what I mean? You had to have a look, but you had to have all those other things. Yeah. Yeah. There's something that brings something you know, else to the table. We're in an era where Megan Fox had, a, had an acting career. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the thing now that a lot of people don't understand is that in this she, day and age now, yeah, oh yeah, she was fire. Now let's let's not let's, let's not take away from mm-hmm. it. Now she was fire, but you if you're not going to come and get into that industry, if you don't try to evolve yourself, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna run away from you. Yeah, but people will take a one hit wonder. Yeah, they, I mean, they're fine with that. They'll, they'll, they'll take Give it. Give me my fifteen minutes of fame. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of one of the weird things about this. You know, like, I didn't start playing drums because I wanted to be in a band. Mm-hmm. I started playing drums because I've always loved drums. I just, you yeah. know, like, as a kid, I would sit and watch, like, Phil Collins and shit. Oh, man. And, and you know, yeah. Neil Peart and, and these amazing drummers and stuff. And so, you know, but, you know, we did shows and we, we played. But, you know, it was never about being the center of attention. Right. right. I've never, you know, none of this... I don't care if I ever get recognized on the street. I, right. you know, I was doing this more 
I've wanted to do a podcast because I love the technology and the challenge of mm -hmm. kind of creating things. Right. And, you know, like you do a lot of impressions. I, I've always done a lot of different voices. I always kind of yeah. wanted to get into voice acting yeah. at, at some point. If so, if I can get into voice acting, that would be cool. I would love to try it. You know, it's just it's just and yeah. So yeah. I thought podcasting would be a really good way of kind of really getting comfortable on a microphone. Yeah. And and when we started hanging out at work and talking a lot, it just made sense to me that like this should be a fucking podcast because our conversations are so funny. Yeah. And so interesting to me. Mm -hmm. And and it's obviously translating because people are watching it, which is cool. Um, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Like seriously. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I have no desire to be famous. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm me, at all for me. This is more so like, I was like, okay, I'll do it. Like when you, when you kept asking me like, man, you're going to do it. You're going to do it. You're going to do it. And the next time I was like, I'll do it. And the next thing you come back, yeah, Ken, I've ordered like all the stuff coming. It's coming next week. Like shit. <laughs> that's, that's, how he, that's how excited he was. But me more so it's like, you know what? I'll try something new. And at the same time, it's like, man, I didn't know it took all of this just to do a podcast and not only do a podcast, but to do it right. You know? Yeah. I think we, we yeah. started out of the gate, you know, like I, I did just enough research to really kind of understand what it was going to take. Um, you know, I had a fair amount of equipment. We probably could have done a podcast audio wise. Yeah. Um, you know, without me having to buy anything. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, when I started thinking about <clears throat> doing a podcast and, and the podcasts that I really like tend to, to be on YouTube and have a video quality to it because, mm -hmm. you know, you can, you can show different things and podcasts can yeah. be anything, you yeah. know, like. I've got plans, you know, I've been kind of tight for time and learning the editing stuff. Yeah. That's taken some time, but you know, I plan on doing bits. I, I plan on filming oh, stuff no. outside of this. Oh, it's coming. Yeah. It's I mean like, coming. you know, we can do anything cause it's our channel. You know, Joe Rogan had Bill Burr on and they were talking about podcasting and how, you know, there's, there's all this, um, you know, need for companies and stuff mm -hmm. to try to muscle in and yeah. trick comedians and different people into getting podcasts that they own the rights to, mm -hmm. you know, um, when I say it's just us, I mean, it's it, the theme song. That's, that's him. He, he did all that. The, the recording, the editing, you know, the set. The way we tagged on each other in the beginning to just a hey, the, the that was all organic. That that's organic. That's that's just us doing what we do. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. And and you know, when we literally have no plan, we literally have no plan. Literally, just, you know. And and so when we were editing the second one, I think is the first time we kind of did that. You know, you already know. You already know. And I looked at you and I was like, oh, that's got to stay. That's yeah. fucking cool. Yeah. You know, you came up with a tagline on our second episode. Yeah. You know. We just that what we that's what we do. I mean, it's just it's just all of this is natural. It's it's nothing to where we sit there and go, Okay, you can read this. The only thing that was scripted was that bullshit for that damn promo. That damn it. I think we're almost due for uh, another set of promos. I mean, we've been doing mm -hmm. some promos for some friends, which yeah, is really yeah, cool. Yeah, which which once again, you, please, hazynut, www.hazynut.com, please check that out. Definitely. And, and your friends? Yeah, it definitely. 
check out the veterinarian um royal uh man i'm, I'm horrible it's royal paws and, and purrs right royal paws and purrs royal paws and purrs it, it mean that's all you have to do go there check them out i mean we advertise with people because at the same time for us it's good for us to get better at it and at the same time you know we're kind of one of those people where hey we want to see other people succeed it shouldn't always be oh this major corporation or you know i mean think mm-hmm. about it we we got these we got all these props up here and major corporations own them like you know and we're still advertising for them i made that but he made that and <laughs> yeah he, 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 another thing that i go pretty good but anyway <laughs> asshole i uh, yep yep son of a bitch that's right I'm an asshole too, people. But yeah. in general, I mean, at the same time, we, we 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 try to you know advertise for other people. But at the same time, it's it's helping us to be better. And at the same time, we want you to advertise because when you when we help you, you help us. It goes hand in hand. This is something that businesses do on an everyday basis with each other. It's just that the people they're so blinded that they don't see it. Yeah. So basically, that means if you're enjoying these videos or our audio podcast. Um, share them. Share like them with them. some friends. You know, word of mouth is how podcasts spread. That's it. Um, you know, I, I said before, this doesn't cost us anything to to sit here and and do these. So we'll keep doing them because time. we're getting great response, and and yeah. I love it. But uh, you know, I, I wouldn't mind it to grow and and become something really big, yeah. which would be pretty awesome. Yeah. So share it, um, like, subscribe. You know, it's it's funny. Our our Facebook has over a hundred some odd followers yeah and yet we're only at 63 on youtube so yeah, some like, people aren't tuning into the youtube some people are looking at it and just they're well, watching okay. it they don't and have not, to they're, they're not, but they should they're, they're not subscribing to it and, and and it is cool but my thing is in general i i do want to see it grow i you know because at the end of the day anything you do you want to go okay let me see how far i can take it or you know or or, or put your best foot forward and say hey i'll, I'll try this this and this and that's and, also learning how to do that on a daily basis you and know? the less we need day jobs the more time we have to make content yeah then you can hear all the stuff you know you could just you could hear us talking shit mimicking people like one day I plan on getting a Dr. Seuss book and reading like Arnold Schwarzenegger for you guys I could create all those golf videos I've been looking for oh, yeah, oh, oh god <laughs> he steps up to the ninth green <laughs> he takes a casual look it seems a bit sloped to the left. A bit sloped. <laughs> Wait, that's his shoe. I didn't realize he had a club foot. Oh, God. <laughs> he's lined up the shot. Ooh, he's not going to be happy with that. I thought about this. Like, <laughs> we, we sit here and we do these impressions of people and stuff. And you kind of think the way their voices are, it's like, you're supposed to be in this because anything else you failed in life if you was like you know randy savage trying to be a school teacher oh yeah today we're going to talk about the abcs oh yeah and they'll be like you know the dean walked by randy don't yell at the children don't tell me the yell this is my regular voice yeah and then just like <laughs> shit yeah. you know you'd be like shit but you know certain people you gotta think about it like that like arnold schwarzenegger the reason why we accept him is because of the fact of who he is yeah. but him is uh, like a, a, a Arnold pre- the librarian yeah. is not oh, going to work uh, today uh, you're late on your book uh, I told you to be quiet that's now. right quiet down now <laughs> now don't you yell at me now I'll, I'll get you out right now 
Please bring back the cat in the hat book. I like it when the part about the cat meow. The duodecimal system. That's right. That's right. That's right. You've got to get the catalog. No, Go I, to the card catalog, you find the book. Yeah, I, you know, or he'd be being like just somebody <laughs> who owns a, you know, machine or like a gas station or something. And he'd just be like, oh, just, oh, you, you didn't pop your gas. Uh, you get your change back. Oh, everybody, <clears throat> give me your, get your change now. Oh, you, sir, put the cookie down. Family, oh. family counselor. Oh God! Oh, you need to talk to your son. He's You're not gay. Expressing yourself. Oh, he's gay, but you have to love him regardless. Hmm. That's your child. He I looks, want to see you hug. He looks just like you. <laughs> that means you're gay. That's right. He learned it from watching you. Oh, he caught you. <laughs> he caught you feeling fingery. That's right. <laughs> so then that's that's a callback right there. So so um, I think we've hit our feeling fingery limit. Well, shit. Now I've said it. We've yeah. gone over the limit. We got to call the podcast now. Uh, okay. We're gonna have to call yeah, it. Yeah, we're, we're done. We're, we're done. But once again, everybody, <laughs> like. Comment, subscribe, please share it, tell everybody about it. Uh, we're open to all comments. I mean, at the end of the day, we, we want people's opinions, good, bad. Like I said, we appreciate it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Definitely. Uh, you know, I, I also put some hashtags up. So if anybody wants to yeah, even, to hashtag Carl's an asshole. Yeah, or, uh, even his sister had a, 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 like a comment saying. fingery. Yeah, and, and she even said something about you. Like, yeah, you should make an episode about shit. I was like, Jesus. Well, that's because I sent her pictures of my poo a lot. Uh, family. Yeah. Family That'll be values. for another story. I'll, I'll tell you about the banana box. Yeah. All right. Peace, everybody. Peace. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The banana box. Oh, God. You're horrible, man.